Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com backslash the gamers advocate. Happy New Year, and welcome to Episode 7, the 2013 preview for The Gamer's Advocate. My name's Adam. I'm Bill. Hey, I'm Jack. Happy New Year, you jerks. <laughs> Don't listen to him. We love you all. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Except right, I love you, too. Guy, that one guy sitting there with a little oh, attitude right now listening to this, like, this right. isn't any good. Right. I know you, that we guy. We don't like you. I know that guy. Yeah, so we hope you guys had a great New Year guy. with family and friends, and hopefully you didn't get too distraught by all the crazy drunks out there. And uh, we opened the show with the song, actually a cover version of Billy Squire's The Stroke by my friends in X-Factor 1. This is off their newest album, Famous Last Words. And I can say, not only is this whole album kick ass completely, but these guys are so much better live. Uh, fantastic band. I've been lucky enough to share the stage with them with my old band and cannot recommend them enough. And we'll have more from them at the end of the show. Yeah, and we love featuring local bands and other great artists because as much as we want to get our message across, it's always good to get music out to the masses because they deserve it. Absolutely. Happy New Year. Oh, wait. <laughs> we, we did that part again. Right. All right, moving on. What do we have on the show? Well, before we get into that, I just want to once again mention that we are on iTunes. And you just have to search for The Gamer's Advocate, and we are actually on the new and noteworthy section of all of iTunes. Woohoo! Under podcasts. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not bad. And also, if you want to follow everything that's going on with The Gamer's Advocate, just look for us on Facebook and Twitter, and just make sure you're looking for the blue shield on Facebook, not the red one, because that's bad. Or you can just listen to the podcast, and we'll tell you. Yeah, I guess that's true, but we have stuff during the week. we got yeah. some YouTube videos and articles going up, so there's a lot of good stuff going on. Happy New Year! <laughs> All right, we're cutting him out. <laughs> yeah, so today on the show, we are doing a 2013 preview. We're going to go and talk about a lot of the games that are on the horizon and talk about the news regarding to the next generation of consoles, and also we're going to be giving some of our predictions for 2013, and for our preview show of 2014, we'll guess and check and see who's an idiot and who's a genius. I predict my predictions will be awesome. I'm a genius, or we'll just fix it in post. But <laughs> <laughs> and, and all my craziness, too. But, yeah, it's, it's a pretty exciting year. Uh, there's a lot of stuff to talk about, a lot of games, and maybe new consoles coming. I don't know. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. But before Is we jump in... Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> before we jump into all that, let's talk about what we've been playing or how our New Year's were. Let's start with the one and only Bill Roberts. Uh, actually, it was pretty mellow for me this year. Um, did a lot of family stuff. Got to watch a lot of football and uh, played some Dishonored. No, no crazy parties? No, like, All right, I did wake up New Year's Day wearing a diaper, pickle in my hand, cheese on the floor. Dogs wouldn't talk to me or look at me. Cats are scared. Wife's not home. I don't know what happened. Okay, that, that was too much information, so um, I think we'll just move on to Adam now. Let's just I move on to how was Dishonored. How, did, did you, how far did you get uh, Honestly, I didn't get as far as I'd like to, but uh, I'll tell you what. 
if I'd have played this a little bit more, I might have fought to get this thing higher up on the list. It, it's fantastic. Our friends uh, Mike and, and his buddy that had it in the top three, they might have been right on the money there. Yeah, that, that's another game I need to get back into because I played a little bit of it, but my backlog is just giant. There's so many games to play, and this year, as any indication, there's not going to be any letting up. <laughs> How about you, Jack? Anything fun for New Year's? Uh, we broke out the uh, the rock band, did a little did a little partying. What instrument um, did you play most? I played drums. Nice, I I'm crazy. Drums on that. I'm, I can play it all: sing, dance, guitar, drums. One man band. You know, I, I you know I'm great. I don't do you know. lot of, do a lot of dancing on rock band? In my head, nice. <laughs> I bet in his underwear too. No, I, I get that mic and I get like the Mick Jagger out. You know? Yes, like you the crazy got, chicken. Why is this not on YouTube? I got a strut. I don't know. Why is this not on YouTube? Yeah, we're trying to get it. You may not it's notice be on it YouTube. from Jack, but he is a YouTube sensation in the waiting because he can get the moves. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, Adam knows. We got we got Gangnam Style or Gundam Style or <laughs> Oh, you just lost style. your cool factor right there. <laughs> is it is it Yum Yum Style? Genji <laughs> <laughs> Go. Yum Yum Sauce? No. I don't know. Oh, my God, no. No, make it stop. Yeah, it's all good, but sounds like, so is that, did you do anything else fun or was it just Rock Band, Rock Band, Rock Band? All I can think about is like yum yum sauce. Hey, I'm did Chinese you, now? Did you watch Michigan lose? Oh man! How about Don't that hit? About, How about the hit clown he put on Vincent Smith? You know, like I, a punk. Uh, oh my god! If you guys haven't seen this hit, just YouTube it right now. Pause yeah. our podcast, watch it, and then come back because it's awesome. I you watched too much football because Big Ten. You got to stop losing. I mean, I, they, they, got, they got a couple. They got a couple, but then you got to get them all so that the, the talk can stop. Because yeah. I'm sick of. The Big Ten Wisconsin losing. blew their chance. Right. Michigan blew their chance. Nebraska still kind of Nebraska had a chance too. They were in that game late. Yeah. And then they're like, oh Minnesota. wait, oh wait, we forgot how to play football. So. Minnesota blew it against Texas Tech. Gave up two touchdowns in the last seventy seconds right. of the game to right. blow it. And what about announcers making like game analogies for games that aren't even football? Like, oh, that was a home run. That was a slam dunk. How many times did I hear that? I don't even know. I don't, all I know is is uh, it's look football. up clowny. Just look up Clowney destroying a man's life on national television. It is amazing video. Best hit I've ever seen in football. And speaking of destroying a person's life, one guy who loves doing that is Mr. Ray Lewis, who announced today that he would be retiring after this season. And he, very very sad. He's a great linebacker. Pretty good with a knife from what I've heard, too. <laughs> you know what? But being a murderer helps being a linebacker, <laughs> I tell you. <laughs> it kind of goes hand in hand, doesn't it? About, about, about Ray... I don't care. <laughs> but in all, in all honesty, all that murder Stole allegations aside, friend. that guy is a football player. Yeah, he's and a beast. I, he's, he's the reason I played linebacker, and he is just a monster. He, the NFL he is, is a be, monster. The Most NFL, murderers are. Yeah. The NFL is going to be a much safer place without him next year. That football, football, true. football, football. We're here to talk about games. Let's exactly. do it. Exactly. So uh, football's this, a game. Over this New Year's break, I played a game for the iPad. Nobody asked which you Which is yet. called The Room. <laughs> <laughs> it was, is that good? It is very good. It, looks it was like it'd be cool. Yeah, it was rated editor's choice or game of the year for the iPad by iTunes, and it's just you have like a box or a safe, and there's all these different. So you're a lady. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so there's all these different puzzles you have to do, like finding just logic puzzles, and it's just very inventive and very great. I don't mean to interrupt you, but are you in a room? You are, and there's some safe with some treasure in there, and you have to get through it, and it's very very good. Well, that sounds boring as hell. <laughs> Just play it. It's you could it's free to try out. Can it's you fun. can you play it on the iPod or does it have to be on the iPad, which I don't have? Yeah, no, you can play it on an iPod, but it's it's, it's better the on the iPad room? just because it, it's a bigger screen. Is it on the iPod? Is it like the closet? <laughs> yes, it's just the closet. <laughs> Sweet. 
So that's been good. And besides that, you know, just playing a little more Far Cry, a little Assassin's Creed on the Vita. It's been, it was fun. Assassin's Creed, how's that going? It's good. I mean, it's it's one, of the, it's one of those games, probably three hours, four hours. Nice. It's one of those games where you're not obsessed with it, and it's not the greatest game ever, but it's good enough that you'll want to play and finish. Like, it's nothing incredible, but it's it's enjoyable. So you wouldn't you wouldn't move it up on the list, having gotten more time with it? No, it's for the Vita. It wasn't on the list. Oh yeah. Nothing, nothing for the Vita no, should be on the uh, list. I, mean, I, mean, I missed the Vita part. <laughs> if I if I would have heard Vita, I, I, I would have just been like moving on. <laughs> yeah, I would have anyway. just said uh, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Move I, a guy. I had that game too. Traded it in. Don't miss it. I know, Bill is th- thinking about trading in his Vita. So all you people out there, give him reasons not to. Not uh, there may be any. You know what? How about Sony give me reasons not to? <laughs> yeah, that's really a good one. Even looking up uh, trading prices, where, where were you looking at that? Uh, I didn't. I tried to find it on GameStop. I even looked at what they're selling for on eBay um, and uh, cheap ass gamers. Yeah, I don't think you'll get a good indication on eBay because GameStop will just I kill you with those trade-ins. Kindle Fire. Yeah, those are pretty awesome. But, but once again, back better to games. games. Yes. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> get out of here. Um, moving on to some news before we jump into our preview. Tomb Raider multiplayer was announced last week. <laughs> and now this is one thing where it could be interesting, but hopefully it w- it's not. We've talked about this before. Something that was tacked on and it'll take away from the single player experience. That's, that's my fear. I hope not, but that's what I'm afraid of. I mean, it could be cool if it's. I don't know if you played one of the old Splinter Cell games, the multiplayer, where the one team was very assaulty and the other team was very peppery. <laughs> yes, peppery. <laughs> very uh, like stealth, and they have cool objectives. So it could be if they do it right, it could be fun. You, you got a creep. Creep. <laughs> yeah. Do you get the reference? Is that a TLC reference? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. Look, I don't I'll, I'll ask you again. Right. I mean, I'm not... Right. I ain't too proud to beg right. for an answer. What? Exactly? <laughs> All right. Oh, Adam, don't All go right. chasing we'll, waterfalls. Buddy. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Exactly. <laughs> I will and, not and, go chasing waterfalls. She was in Tomb Raider. She was chasing that waterfall. And now we're, we're chasing some multiplayer now. I hope it's good. I hope that's not why it got delayed, though. Yeah, exactly. I hope it was more polished than that. It was one of those things where they had another team working on it, because... That single-player game looks great, so hopefully that doesn't take away from it at all. Now, has this studio, given that I don't know anything about gaming, um, <laughs> has this has this studio uh, done multiplayer gaming before with other titles? Do you guys know of? They haven't done multiplayer in the sense that I think this one's going to be, but they're, the last game, Lara Croft and the Guardian of Light, which came out on like PSN and Xbox Marketplace, that was a co-op game, and that, that, was, that worked pretty well. That was a fun game. Yeah, it was cool. Well, yeah, I still think it's dangerous if they don't have a solid like multiplayer background to jump into something like this. I, I definitely have a sense that it'll be kind of tacked on, being like, uh, we don't know what we're doing. Yeah, I also think the multiplayer is being developed by Ubisoft Montreal, and we know Ubisoft has made a lot of good games, so we'll, we'll see how it goes. Dude, it's it's it, just a wait and see. Is it Ubisoft or Ubisoft? I what's Ubi? I was about to say, what's an Ubi? <laughs> I, was I don't know. thought it was I like, Ubi. I like Ubisoft. 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 I'll be hard. Oh, geez. <laughs> Moving on. I'd be leaving. <laughs> so, yeah. So, the next topic, we must say, rest in peace in Japan to the PlayStation 2. Yes. For Would surprisingly... Godzilla system, attack? Yes. <laughs> no, surprisingly, the system has still been is being manufactured and has still been selling decently well. It actually has sold over 150 million units worldwide and is the best-selling console to date. And it finally is put to rest. Um, It's about time. Seriously. All I can say is wow, because also knowing nothing about consoles, I didn't know this was still going on. <laughs> yeah, I don't think a lot of people realized it, but that that system still sells. And it's it's good that Sony's given up, because now they're going to have to focus on PS3 and PS4 when it eventually comes out. And this is kind or of what was... 
Sorry to interrupt you, but or they could focus on the freaking Vita. Well, that's what I was going to say. Is oh, sorry. One of their big problems is that they have not discontinued the PSP or stopped really. They still support it, so a lot of these games that should be on the Vita are getting ported to the PSP in Japan, which is still selling like crazy. So that is the news section of our Gamers Advocates show. Let's move on to the meat and potatoes, the preview and predictions part. What kind of potatoes? <laughs> in the year 2000! Oh, wait, that's a different show again. Um, <laughs> so let's start off with some of our predictions. We came up with a few things that we think are going to happen this year, and then, like I said earlier in the show... Next prediction show in 2014, we're going to see if we are smart or if we're dumb. I'm going to guess the latter. <laughs> Bill, why don't you start us off? I do predict that in the year 2013, the Vita will still be not supported, will still suck, and will be traded in soon. That's a sad prediction. I, I But it's one I feel very confident in. Yeah, well, Unfor- I actually, unfortunately, I, actually, I hope I'm wrong. I actually am, once again, on the opposite side of Bill in regards to Vita. My, one of my first prediction is that the PlayStation 4, whenever it's announced will be the Vita's, like, trump card. The PlayStation Vita is going to have some feature, um, be it, like, a cloud-based type, Wii U-type connectivity, because Sony bought Gaikai, which is, like, the cloud-based gaming server for $380 million. It helps to stream games and things like that. So if the PS4 and Vita can work together and you can stream Uncharted or God of War right down to the Vita, I think that would be a great seller. And also if they have other great connectivity. I'll have to actually um, agree with Adam on this one. Because I think... Now, just wait, Bill. Just wait. Unlike the Wii, Wii U, the Vita has the hardware where they can just tweak the software and get it to be more compatible and better with maybe the next gen or even this gen if they figure it out. Unlike the Wii U, which is weak in hardware. You can't fix that. Once the train's broke and left the station, you can't, can't fix, fix that. stupid. Can't fix it. Yeah, well, here's also the thing, though. It doesn't really matter as much about the hardware if they use Gaikai because... They're running all these games on a server in God knows where and just streaming it to the Vita. So it doesn't even matter if the hardware is there. Well, I mean, it still has to run the graphics. It still has to run the processes. It still has to communicate and and stuff like that. So, I mean, you're going to need some kind of solid platform. And those those things would all be great, and that sounds fantastic. But the bottom line is, if that was the case, I think we would have heard something about it and saying that it's future-proof. I don't think they would have put it out when they did. They would have waited and let the launch titles have some more development time so Call of Duty wouldn't suck a big donkey. Mm-hmm. And instead, what they've done is put out a system that people did go out and buy, didn't support it, and by the time that it, something good could happen with it, people, a lot of people are going to be like me and not care anymore. But here's another thing, is that Vita is not even a year old in the U.S., and if you look at the upcoming games, it's like we made a list, and it'll be on our website soon, so you can take a look at it. There no, are like none what? of them impress me. Like, I know, well, I'm saying there's like Killzone is coming out, Sly Cooper. There is some downloadable games like Guacamelee, but that's really it. And there's no way that that's all Sony has planned for the Vita. Like I know it's some developers may not be developing for it because they're afraid the handheld market is going, but I just have to believe that they're going to be have something up their sleeve because the Vita can't be dead yet. It's just too early. I think I think they definitely have a chance. Uh, I'll be optimistic with Adam on this for once, but I think that chance will be over by the time the next holiday season rolls around and they still don't have something good. Yeah, and I also I told Bill that he should at least wait till E3 before he sells his Vita because that's when I think we'll really be able to decide if it's worth it or if it's just going to die a slow painful death. If yeah, if there's not major announcements by then, I don't know if it's going to make it that long. I might buy another one again down the road. Probably not. Because honestly, it, it it can't be just decent. 
for me to buy one again or want to play it because there are some games that are decent, but I just get on the console. I mean, it's it's or go read a book if it's if their games suck. You know, I don't need them to be great. On the, I don't need a Vita. Well, hopefully Sony proves us right and not Bill. I hope so. Yeah, exactly. I I'm hope sure to be Bill wrong would on like this. that too. <laughs> so, how about you, Jack? What's your first prediction for the year 2013? Okay, my prediction is we're all gonna die from the apocalypse. Oh wait, oh wait, that, was, that was last time. Oh, wait, oh what was it? solar flare. Where am I? What happened? Okay, Did all right, we win. Okay, I, I my predictions. Bioshock's gonna be good. Did you guys know that was coming out? <laughs> I've heard. Okay, good. Um, GTA Five. Way to step out on a limb. All right, and you the pre- l- you predict these are gonna be good games? <laughs> They're gonna be good. These are solid predictions. Um, and then The Last of Us. I think it'll, it might win Game of the Year because I think it, it looks like original. It looks great. We aren't playing in mites. We're playing in predictions. Oh, be, be firm. De- definitely. Definitely. Going to be the great. It's going to be good. Which yeah. one do you predict will be Game of the Year? Game of the Year. Last of Us. What about you, Adam? Which do you think will be Game of the Year? Last of Us. You know what? I went from Grand Theft Auto Five. Then I thought about it more and I said definitely Last of Us. But you know what? It's not going to be either one of those. And it's not going to be Bioshock Infinite. Hit me with it. Hit me with it. It's going to be Beyond Two Souls. Is going to be the game that comes Ooh. out and knocks everybody flat on their ass. You know I what? I hope so, because Heavy Rain was incredible. And if this game is anything like that, and I'm sure it'll be better, watch out for that one. You yeah. know what? You Three know what? more years with that tech? Oh, yeah. I don't care. And why don't you care? Because that game looks incredible. Yeah, I retract the previous statement. <laughs> <laughs> I think feel like Jack just likes doing that every once in a while. <laughs> you know, I went through this list and I looked at, it and that's the one game that I thought, man, this is this is the wild card. This is the this is the dark horse that it's not getting tons of attention. It got some looks at E3. It, it it definitely raised some eyebrows, but I think they're just quietly building a monster with this game. Heck yeah! All right, I'm going to jump in the last of my predictions here. <clears throat> Excuse me. The Wii U will still suck at the end of the year. <laughs> Shit, that was I'm one sorry. of my predictions, I'm too. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Nintendo, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, the new consoles will come out. The new Xbox and PlayStation. I think Xbox will outsell PlayStation. I know, to be firm about it, but now I'm, I'm on the fence now because Adam just said they're still building PlayStation 2s and like 100 million bajillion units. I'm going to go over to PlayStation 4. All right, I'm going to do my impression of Jack as a weatherman. Uh, tonight's forecast is uh, dark, <laughs> with a chance of light in the morning. I, I'm an accountant by trade, so i got to be conservative. You know what I mean? you got to. Oh, my God. Well, I'm gonna, one of my predictions will hopefully give the Wii U some fighting powers that the Wii U will get Grand Theft Auto V. However, it won't make launch, the launch of the other consoles, and it'll probably be out three months or even more after. I uh, would like to make a prediction that games like... Grand Theft Auto V, The Last of Us, and Beyond Two Souls will actually be still more impressive than the first round of launch titles that come out this year. The ones that are released this year are going to not be as impressive. In, in, you mean uh, for the next-gen consoles? Yeah, 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 as far as the next-gen. Just sort of like a foregone conclusion with you? No, I really think that what comes out, I look back at the, the Xbox 360 launch and the PS3 launch, Uncharted was great. Xbox had Call of Duty 2, which was fantastic. I'm telling you, there were still f- games like Fable at the time that were right. blowing people away. Um, well, that, that seems a little odd because you're discounting the Vita so much and it hasn't been out that long. I mean, it hasn't been a full year yet. So No, all I'm about. saying is, is we're reaching the pinnacle of, the, of this cycle where you're getting the most out of the hardware for these games. Right. I think you're going to get more out of the very end of this hardware than the beginning of right. the next hardware. I think, I think within a year... 
these games will be forgotten because there's going to be stuff coming out that's going to blow everyone away. But yeah. I think early on they're going to rush to get stuff done in time because I don't think a lot of these consoles are going to be ready to launch. I think they're still going to launch. I think you're going to get a lot of crap games like Madden with Madden 06 for the Xbox 360. They garbage. don't know how to program. Yeah, it was, yeah. and I think, it's, I think you're going to get the same cycle to begin with. Right. I think um, I think what happened with the PlayStation 2 to PlayStation 3, PlayStation 2 outsold PlayStation 3 that holiday season. <laughs> I think the PS3 was so expensive. Yeah. Like I mean, it's, it was ridiculous. They lost what? Was it six hundred or yeah? It was six five ninety nine. I think. I don't know what that is in yen. I don't know. What, holy crap! I wonder what the cost of entry coming into the new console is going to be. Well, that's actually one of my predictions. Is first of all, I think the PlayStation Four is going to come out first. I think it's going to be out two months before the three sixty, and I think it's going to launch at three ninety nine. You know what? I think the Xbox. Nikes. I think the Xbox three sixty is going to launch. At either two ninety nine or one ninety nine, with what? with a they're going to do what they started testing with the Xbox at the end of the year with the ninety nine dollar one with the connect or, or with a big hard drive, and you can pay fifteen dollars a month for Xbox Live. They're going to get you month to month, so the the overall upfront cost isn't so high that people are going to run out and get it and just pay for it as they go, and they're going to make a killing doing it, and it's going to be very successful. I predict one dollar. <laughs> then sixty monks a month subscription fee. Monks. You have to find sixty monks and hand them over to Bill Gates. I can't Gates. even talk anymore. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm actually going to jump back to Bill's last prediction. You need um, an energy drink, stat. Yeah, really. So you made a prediction that the that all these games will be better than the launch titles. How are we going to rate that? Do you want to go by Metacritic? Do you want to go by our reviews? Like, how do you want to measure that next year? It's by whatever I say, and then we can just decide who's the winner because I'm such a great judge, as we know from the first uh, Devil's Advocate. Yeah, everybody did okay. (laughs) Everyone's a winner in my book. We're all friends. I want want a potato chip. Yeah, I like you guys. (laughs) Um, No, I think we should go by, by both, by Metacritic. Because if, if if I'm sitting there trying to argue that this one's so much better and it's not even close on the Metacritic score, but every, if everything's equal... I think it should be Critic Metacritic because we know how users screw up that. <laughs> well, no, fair enough. But if we... Yeah, definitely not user Metacritic. Come on, you guys. I am, I am a Metacritic. There was guys that gave Far Cry 3 zero. Yeah, all these games. Punch I, them. I do have another prediction that does involve Jack. I predict oh, yeah. that in 2013, Jack Whittington yes. will be yeah. the winner of So You Think You Can Dance. Oh snap! You just wait till you see his moves. I'm telling you, this is no joke, people. I get crunk. I get him up, up, up on the dance floor, and that was no stutter. <laughs> How about another gaming prediction, Bill? Um, I predict that both real-time strategy games and MMORPGs are going to actually be very big on next-gen consoles, <laughs> except for the Wii U because it's stupid and it's going to be outdated. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think as far as RTSs go, I think it would be a perfect place for RTS because of the gamepad with the stylus and controlling those RTS and base builders and all that jazz. So, uh, Well, I also think that both Sony and Microsoft are going to have something very similar to that. Just like when they came out with their nunchuck controllers and Sony came out with the Move and the Vita. Microsoft came out with the with Kinect, both those things are going to come out with pads that are compatible and optional and optional that can be used with their system to be able to run RTS and MMORPGs. Well, I think the PS3, it's going to be Vita. And I think for 360, Uh-oh. it's going to be the, the Surface, or the Smart Glass, rather, where you can control it on an iPad or the Surface. I think they're going to just improve I, that tech, and then that's what it's going to be. I, I think it'll be based on that tech, but I think it'll actually be some kind of a tablet-like thing that's that's very similar to the, the Wii U. Do you think it'll launch with the system, or you have to buy it? 
I think it'll be something that's separate and optional. Because I don't know. They, I mean, that's that's going to be a little it's tough. It's going to be. I think it's going to be for the people that want to play those kind of games on it. That's like that's like the move. I mean, I know it's it's a different technology, but the move was not sold with the system, so not it doesn't have the install base, <laughs> and then games weren't developed for it. Well, because the move just looks like a Mr. Microphone that glows at the end. It's it's actually pretty good tech. I mean, it's it's. It's not supported, but the technology, it's better than Kinect and the Wii, but it's just, there's nothing to play. I also predict that next-gen games will rise in cost to between 70 to $75 for for AAA titles. Yeah, I can see that, because you know that Hope development not. cost is going to go up. But going back to the other one, and the, the good thing about Microsoft that in using that smart glass is you use products that you already have. You don't have to go out and buy another tablet, because that's just not a smart business move. Because, like, when you, I mean, everyone, I mean, not everyone, but most people have iPads or Kindle Fires or other smartphones that can use the smart glass. So it's something you already have that you don't have to purchase. Because when people are making games, they have to weigh the risk of, do I make a game for an install base that only has a small segment of the market, or do I go for the more broad appeal? Like, that's what they're going to go for. No, and that's smart. I just think that for the exact reason you can do a text with the regular controller or you can buy a keypad to add on. I think they're going to have options for people that want that. I mean, I, I, I can see that too, but I definitely have to also side with Adam here again and build it too about how the smart glass, I like how it oh, can go on all devices. Very smart idea. It's a very smart move. Speaking of typing on controllers, I hate that. Especially when they make the codes for like Xbox Live subscriptions or DLC so long and you're just saying, oh, and then, yeah, then you mess up forever. once or you miss a letter and you have to do it all over again. Oh my god. I feel like I'm like punching in nuclear launch codes from like the president and you're like, uh, I don't I don't wanna punch these codes in anymore, please. Get get like a thumbprint scanner on a touch screen or <laughs> there something. You go. An I a retinal scanner. I you don't know. know. You know if they did something on my head. I don't know, a barcode. If they did a thumbprint scanner, you'd have any dong prints they would get sent <laughs> from, from me alone. Just from me alone, dude. It's always it's always right there. Alright. Uh, no, see, I will say, as far as the price point on the Xbox, when they came out with the $99 Xbox, and it was loaded, too. It was, it was a solid one. And you could have your choice of either the Kinect or the 250-gig hard drive. And then you could get for 299 with both in that price point. I, like the, I, I just had a feeling that was a, late in the cycle. They were test running oh, that sure. to see if people would jump on it, and it did very well. Yeah, without a doubt. And I think that's going to be, I don't know if it'll be the only option, but I think that'll be a major option, one that I might even jump on. Yeah, because I think, I mean, that's why the Xbox is winning, I think, in this generation race, because, well, I mean, besides the Wii, because the Wii's insane. But the Xbox, I mean, the PS3, it just had such a hard battle. Because, like, I know they, were, they had some marketing campaign or something that was like, you'll want to get a second job for a PS3. <laughs> It's like you can't yeah, do that. Like people, I mean, the games are expensive. People have other things to do with their life, and it's just that is asking so much of someone, especially for something that sh- that looks like a foreman grill. If you could actually cook a burger while you're playing some games, that'd be pretty cool. It definitely sounds uh, sends the wrong message. I can't even talk, but it sends the wrong message. Hello. Yeah, I think Microsoft. It's kind of shocking too that they're making all these smart decisions because hello, Windows 8. Anybody? Anybody? Boom. I still like Windows 8. I do not. That's fail. So back to predictions once again before we get off topic. One more is that the next infamous game will be a spin-off and will be released for the Vita and will be the highest selling game the Vita has to date. What? They're going to sell like nine of them? Yeah, see, it's not that hard of a battle. <laughs> Every time you say Vita, I think of vitamins. I don't know why, because you don't want to take them, but you have it. I don't know. Like It's just like a bad name. Because with, without going into any spoilers with Infamous 2, they kind of made it a little hard for there to be a sequel. Go ahead. 
So I think there's going to be a spin-off, and I think it's they're going to have one for the Vita. I think that it's going to be a good Infamous game that you'll have, and I think the studio behind Infamous, Sucker Punch, will be working on a game for PS4 that hopefully will blow our minds. I think they're going to use the Vita in like the Will It Blend uh, commercials, and, and it'll blend. That's what I think. Blend tech. Thanks, Jack. <laughs> I predict that none of those games are going to come out for the Vita, and we're going to be sitting there holding them, wondering why. And That's a sad future. <laughs> uh, one last prediction for me is that this is a very bold one, and it probably won't come true, but I can dream, right? The next Smash Super Smash Brothers will be released this holiday to give Nintendo some fighting power against those next-gen consoles. Wow, so another version of a game that's been released a hundred times, that'll knock off the next-gen juggernaut. Those games are awesome. I'm not arguing that, but you can go buy an old one that's still awesome and play it if you want to. I'll just re-release the old one for digital download and be like, ooh, yeah. we put a new character in there. But smile time, happy graphics. <laughs> Got an extra thingamabobber. I, I do have one more prediction. I predict that Jack and Adam will argue about Windows 8 at least three more times by March. What's what's with the side task bars that pop up on the screen? I don't like those. Those are very intrusive. Oh, Jack's winning. I'm talking about. Jack's that's winning. What I'm talking about. I got more. I got more. Uh, go. Let's just say it bricked a couple laptops that you can buy. One being HP on the first download with it, it'll brick at 11. percent Define bricking. Is that when you is that when you so. miss a basketball shot badly, Jack? It was a swish, and then it was a home run. What is bricking? Okay, you do it, and then your whole system crashes, and you can't use the computer anymore. Uh, oh, turns Jack it into wins. a brick. Hey, that sounds like a crappy operating system. Why it would does. anyone want that, Adam? I don't know. We're using it now. Notice any problems? Just because Windows can rope you into using their system doesn't mean it's good. Yeah, it was really cheap, though. I got mine for like 15 bucks. That's because you stole it. Stealing's fun. It is. Well, it I, really can't, is. I can't fight that. Uh, hey, kids, out there, if you want to steal, just do it. It's awesome. Don't listen to Jack. Don't don't ask your parents' permission. Just get into their wallets. No, I'm kidding. Don't do it. you got to afford these games somehow. I don't know. <laughs> so those are our predictions for the year 2013. Now, like I said, next year... Wait, those are the ones that we thought were safe enough to read on the air. <laughs> yes, exactly. I have other ones that involve Jello, and I'll just shut up. Yeah, Sorry. he's done. So once again, we will be revisiting these next year and seeing who won, who was smart, and who was dumb. So before we get into the actual preview and talk about some of our most anticipated games of next year, we'd like to take a minute to thank our sponsor. For you, the listeners of The Gamer's Advocate, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. And once again, our very own Bill Roberts has a book for all of you to listen to. Uh, This week, I would highly recommend Lincoln Child's The Third Gate. Uh, it's a book I actually just finished myself. Fantastic. Um, if you, it's it's fiction, adventure kind of action, but uh, deals a lot with Egyptology and uh, near death experiences. Strangely enough, mixed together, it's about an expedition that goes into very harsh terrain at the end of the Nile River. Um, it's kind of a real deep swampland, looking for the tomb of the very first pharaoh ever, the one that unified the northern and southern parts of Egypt. And uh, let's just say that uh, there's a curse on that tomb that does not want to be opened and wants to stop them from getting to it. Is there like some treasure they're after or something, or is they just trying to find this first pharaoh? Yeah, they're trying to find him, and the treasure is the two crowns that unified Egypt. There was there was two that were put together, but let's just say it may not be what they think it is when they find it. 
Well, it sounds pretty good. Uh, very good, very yeah, good book. Well, so if you want to download that book or over 100,000 other books, just go to audibletrial.com backslash thegamersadvocate. Again, that's audibletrial.com backslash thegamersadvocate for your free audiobook. An idea of getting a book that good for free, that's pretty awesome. I'm tingly. I'm a little tingly. Like like I've said before, it's not just a select group of books. You can choose from their whole library of books, and there is a lot of great stuff. So let's get back to our show. Got a really big show. (laughs) It's a great show. What do you want to talk about now, fellas? Stuff? Game stuff? So now we're going to get back to our show and talk about our most anticipated games of 2013. Starting off, the one that's coming out on January 15th, let's talk about Devil May Cry, or DMC. Have you played the demo? <laughs> I have not. I'm, I'm, I've been in this weird phase lately, with which I need to get over, because I need to write some previews, but I don't like seeing any of the games until they actually come out. Um, That's a little weird. A little weird. No, I, I actually agree with Adam again. You're both what weird. Like, what is it, like the third time? I just don't like spoilers. Yeah, what is up with you, Jack? I don't know. I, I don't know, bro. <laughs> I know, man. I know, but I don't. I don't like playing the demos a whole lot because it gives you. I've had a lot of demos that gives me a totally different sense of the actual game. That's a good point. Actually, I don't. I don't play a whole lot either. Yeah, it's very hard to get like an idea of a game in a short demo because sometimes they, the game might give you the best part and then everything else is crap. <laughs> or sometimes the game may you may not be able to get into the meat of the game and then you're like, eh, I don't know about this. I'm not sure. Well every year I can tell you with college football, every year it comes out and uh everyone plays the demo and they then they have this expectation and the final product's always different and half the people love it, half the people freak out about it and say that it sucks and they're all pissed off because they have to kinda refigure it out again. Every year it happens. I know um I played demo, even a Mass Effect 3 demo that came out, the multiplayer. I did play that, too. It, it was good. It was good, but they only had, like, one level. I think it was one or two. Um, anyways, I don't like ranking up my characters in the demo. And then you got to start from the beginning and just rank them back up again. I, I find that actually kind of annoying. Even though that was a good demo and I liked it, um, I don't like redoing my work in the video game, so to speak. Yeah, but besides demos, because we're actually talking about Devil May Cry, you fools. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) This game, it's kind of a reimagining of the Devil May Cry series. And Dante, he kind of got some flack because he doesn't look like the normal Dante. He looks much younger with black hair, blah, blah, blah. But this game looks pretty awesome. I mean, there's like a parallel universe from the actual Devil May Cry series, and you kind of go back and forth between Limbo. So you're kind of in a real-world setting, but then you're kind of in an altered world where it's all trippy and it looks pretty awesome i'm glad it's uh reimagined because i did not like devil may cry i don't like any of them so i wasn't a I huge fan either of course it's, it's, i had to reimagine with like a big unicorn horn and it, like boxing glove hands it's like a timing uh hack and slasher with i think yeah. uh pretty poor plot and acting and i don't know it, it seems like a just seems like a Street Fighter slash Tekken slash something that I don't want to play too much, unfortunately. Well, not a game I'm really looking forward to either myself. But it's kind of cool because it's it's made by Ninja Theory, which made Enslaved, which was a really good game, and they they it's a good studio. So I'm excited to see what it's like. I don't care. <laughs> well, moving on then, a game that I don't know if either of you guys care about either, but uh, our, a JRPG that's coming straight out of Japan called Ni No Kuni: Bless Wrath you, of the White Adam. <laughs> These guys are, have been giving me crap for it, but I think this one is going to shock a lot of people. It is made by Studio Ghibli, which is known for... 
What? You, have, what is it called? Studio Ghibli. Oh, that's gonna be gold. <laughs> they made they made the like some of the greatest Japanese anime, like Princess Mononoke and some other ones like that. And this game looks just like an anime. It's gorgeous. I, I have heard of them, and uh, I I like those uh, animes, but you know, and the studio. I've never heard of this game, and I don't know what the heck's gonna go on. Yep. But there's actually it's like coming out for PS3, and there's a demo for it. I would just say check it out. It's just it's a story about a young kid. His mother dies, and then he gets a doll. He it's, oh, well, it's brought to life by tears, it? and he has to go back and try and rescue her. So it's I don't know. I'll let you guys know more about hey, it. Hey, Nino Cooney, your mom's dead. Oh, really? Where's my doll? Because that's what's supposed to happen next. That's very odd. That is very odd. Uh, I just it's sounds like it's going to be weird as hell and uh not that that's a bad thing but it sounds like it could be a bad thing well we'll see how it goes another one that i think is a little more solid for you guys is dead space 3 there we go yeah this this now game takes place two, two months after after dead space 2 and isaac clark is once again in a hell of a time trying to save the world yeah it's coming out uh, february 5th and uh i'm already scared cheers don't turn the lights off when you're playing this yeah, I think Dead Space Dead Space kind of went the Resident Evil route in that like the first one was pretty scary. The second one was a little more actiony and like I feel like this one will be a little more actiony because you actually get a co-op partner named John Carver who can play the whole game with you. And actually it, they're kind of having a cool mechanic where the person who plays a John Carver will actually see other things than Isaac Clark sees like visions and different crazy scenarios which you won't get to see unless you actually play co-op. So it sounds like it could be a pretty interesting fun time. That's a cool little doodad to get people to, to play co-op together. I just said doodad. <laughs> you did. Yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that one. And coming up next is the first Vita release of the year, Sly Cooper Thieves in Time. Eh, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. So we don't care, but it's, I'm not nine. <laughs> <laughs> these are pretty good games. No, but it's it's I, a cross-buy they, game, and it's it's always good to see that, and it should be fun. Those games are good quality. I lied, I am nine. <laughs> yeah, even though we act childish, uh, we're not too big into this game. It'll be a nice game for the kids. You uh, know, if you got kids, it's they're pretty clean games and, and fun, platformer type ish type of thing. But they're not they're not like kid games. Like they still have a decent challenge. Like it's not hard by any means, but it's not like a SpongeBob game. You're underestimating kids. They're usually so they're usually better at those games than I am by what, a long shot. Yeah, so what you're saying is like this game's for chicks. Right. <laughs> not really. Now the one next under the list is one I've, I've got my eye on is uh, Aliens Colonial Marine. It's actually made by Gearbox Studios, who made Borderlands too. Oh well, there you go. Do you shoot people in this game? Uh, not people. It's yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like the next. It's kind of a I think it's canon to the Aliens universe, which could be kind of interesting if the story's there for fans of that franchise. Are they ripping off the the first person shooter that Xbox is coming out? I mean, XCOM. I don't, I don't even know what I'm saying. I don't think so, but it is it is coming out for Wii U. Well, do you even see is XCOM even on this list anymore? No, actually, I didn't even see it because it hasn't not. really been announced. It got, last I heard, it's a third person shooter, and then nothing. It yeah, might that be game dead. Is in trouble. Oh, I know, I know, man. I'm bummed if it's gone. Yeah, but and speaking of the Wii U, the long the well, game that was supposed to be in the launch window but got delayed a little bit is Rayman Legends. Which I personally loved, Rayman Origins. It's Wait. a great, great game. Yeah, I gotta watch Wapna. What? Oh, I thought you said Rain Man Legends. Rain Man. <laughs> oh, oh, wrong reference. Sorry. Oh no, it's all good. Uh, this game is exclusive to the Wii U, and it's like a, it's like a canvas. It's like art, moving art, and it's great platforming. It's just the perfect alternative to Mario. It's just 
very tight, concise controls, and just a gorgeous game to look at, and has some good co-op features. It's tight. <laughs> Sorry, Bill, we didn't pick up on your reference. I know, it would have been funny, but it's actually... Shut up. All right. Anyways, moving on. Next one is Tomb Raider. We already talked about it. Yeah, we did. So you know it's going to be awesome. <laughs> Next one, God of War Ascension. Yeah. After seeing uh, the footage that uh, put up on YouTube showed the multiplayer, I'm even more impressed for this one. Yeah, watch it. We did we did work on that. Yeah. So, effort. Do it. Effort. Yeah, and they haven't really mentioned too much about the single player, but it's going to be kind of an origin story for Kratos. And it's I'm sure the graphics are going to be incredible. The gameplay is going to be just perfect, as the God of War franchise tends to do. And it's just going to be another great entry in a wonderful franchise. And actually, Adam's uh, tweeting the developers right now, giving them his critiques. And, you know, they're paying attention to what he has to say. Yeah, I just had a few gripes it's with the demo. It's called order. Yeah, because like, there, there was one time where I was playing a, a free-for-all, and everyone quit. And there was still eight minutes left, and I was just sitting there by myself. <laughs> the game didn't end. So I just kind of sat there and opened some chests and got some experience points until it ended, and then I won. Because if I quit, I would have lost all my XP. <laughs> who were you chilling with, the ogre or uh, Hercules? What was going on? Hercules. And he kept trying to hit me, and I was the only guy there. Like, what the hell? Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> like, why can't we be friends? <laughs> yeah, so that was kind of funny. Another m- multiplayer-focused, action-oriented game is Gears of War Judgment. Mm. Eh. But I, I enjoy the Gears of War game, and this game was made by People Can Fly, so it's not Epic Studios, who's really focusing on it. Like, they're helping with some of the multiplayer, but Eesh. it's going to be kind of a story from Emergence Day and focusing on Baird and Coltrane. So as we're, as we're going down this list here, just to let people know, um, these are further and further out into the future. Like the last one we're, we're talking about right here is uh, March uh, 19th, so... You know, don't get too excited about it because you're still going to have to wait a couple months. Yeah, so. this, this order is kind of release dates. And there are other games that are coming out that I'm sure people will like. Like, we, we, we've skipped over Metal Gear Reven- Rising Revengeance, which looks like it'll be a lot of fun. And there's SimCity for the PCs coming out. MLB 13 The Show, which is always an incredible baseball game. We're going to read them all, aren't we? No, not them all. Them <laughs> all? Anyways, let's touch on uh, SimCity, actually. Are they still making... These games, I mean, <laughs> they are. They, it, the sheet says yes. The, the, the piece of paper yes. we have says yes, they well, are. Why are people? I mean, I get that people are still buying like Dynasty Warriors because that was like fun still, and it just like I'll you know, tell you what, for a cheap game. But I hope I'm. I, I was looking through there, and I hope that I see Civ- Civilization Revolution too. I mean, that'd be that'd be cool. I mean, they did a really good job with with Civ uh, and stuff like that. But Sim, it's really? not on the list though. It's not on the list, but SimCity. Have you seen it? I mean, the previews look pretty great. Like it's, it looks like a really good game. It's just, it's just more detail and more and more the same. Well, that's like Civilization. Every new Civilization yeah. is the same, but Some they just add new things. Some people are just hooked on that. I don't know. I don't know. I've played every kind of tycoon sim thing, and I, I, there's no going back to SimCity for me personally. Well, how about Bioshock Infinite? That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bioshock Infinite coming out on March 26th. It was supposed to come out last holiday season in 2011, but it got delayed. And I'm hoping it was for a good reason, so they can polish it up, because we finally got to see some gameplay footage at the VGAs, and let me tell you, that game is a game. It is a game, and that is why we're talking <laughs> that, about that it. That is a factual statement, not that just a prediction. A not yeah. just a prediction, that's facts. Yeah, but it takes place kind of in an alternate universe of 1912 in a city called Columbia that's up in the sky, and it's 
there's these two factions, the Vox Populi, which are like the rebels, versus the founders, which are the elite and the rich people. And you're this guy, Booker DeWitt, and you're running with this girl named Elizabeth, who you try and save. And you're running from Songbird, which is this crazy giant mechanical bird. And you have to just <laughs> use all the wonderful Bioshock spells, like Flame and a spell where you throw all these crows at people. And you just... It just looks incredible. That world just looks so amazing to just get lost in. When you just started describing it, I, no, I totally agree. It looks awesome. But when you're describing it, all I can think is, hey, do not drug test the people coming up with these games at all. <laughs> yeah, There's no true. way. There's no way. Like, hey, what's going to happen? You're going to get chased by a uh, giant, crow, giant bird. Giant coat thing. And, and he'll F you up, buddy. And he'll get you. It'll get you good. <laughs> Some bitch will eat you. And, and also, these uh, let's order pizza. This this year is going to be kind of a good year for people who like the Metroidvania style game. There's a game coming out for the Wii U. Have you do you know what that is? Metroidvania. Metroidvania. Yeah, it's, oh, it's like Metroid or Castlevania games where you you have the map and there's areas that you can go to, but you can't like reach them because you don't have awesome. a certain power. So like you have to get a power and then you come back. It's just it's very very popular. I don't know what the term for oh, was yeah. it? I just called it like annoying. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the most popular ones out there, and people love it. Because <laughs> like in Metroid, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I played Metroid, um, the 3D version um, for the GameCube, and it it annoyed me so much that I'm like, where is this thing? I cannot find where they hid the little power thing, so I can go to the next area. And just do it. Great game, great game. But I had no to, I had to look up the walkthrough so many times to be like, how do I like double jump in ball form so I can get up on the ledge and get the next thingamabobber and move on. But there's actually a game for Vita coming out called Guacamelee, which you're a luchador named Juan, and you get to go between the living and dead world, and you actually can turn into a chicken, and it's got that Metroidvania style. And it was made by the people who made uh, Mutant Blobs Attack which was a very popular Vita game. What's it called? Guacamelee. El No Caro. <laughs> El No Caro. What, what are we, why are we turning into chickens? I got a funny power that you can get. Just one of your skills. What, what is it with like every game you like turn into an animal now or go to a different dimension or I don't know. They're just trying to be awesome. <laughs> and then So the next game down the list is we're going to talk a little bit about THQ, or as Bill likes to call it, THO. So we know they've been having troubles. But they are coming out with a game called Metro Last Light, which is the sequel to Metro 2033. That look good. Yeah, it's like survival in the post-apocalyptic world, survival horror. And also, South Park, the stick of truth. Now, now Metro, are you on like a subway type of deal? Yeah, it kind of takes that. It's actually a Russian novel. You're and, in the city and you're sassy as hell. And there's all hell. these crazy monsters and you just have to survive. It looks pretty intense. Post-apocalyptical. Post-apocalyptical. Apocalyptical. Apocalypse, and I would like to clarify: Russians are okay. You know, I don't hate the Russians. <laughs> Just to you know, bring that back to the earlier episodes. You know, I got chewed out for that. Um, you know, hey, I like vodka. Hello, you've heard me talk. <laughs> Moving down the list, <laughs> we have a, another post-apocalyptic game that we have said before will probably be our game of the year. Called The Last of Us. Is that the beginning of a 12 step program, dude? Yeah, first you admit the problem, and then next, like, you know, whatever. The next step is talking about The Last of Us. That's going to be. Alright, I am The Last of Us. Just to let everyone know. That's going to be the the game What's that defines be? the PlayStation 3, I think. That and Beyond Two Souls are going to be the two games that define the PlayStation 3. Yeah, it's made by Naughty Dog. 
the people who make Uncharted, so you know they know how to make an amazing game. Oh, yeah. And this game, if you haven't really heard, it follows the story of Joel and Ellie. It's a man who's kind of like a uh, vigilante and got a beard. works in the black market. He does have a beard. And Ellie, who is a young girl. Who she does not have a beard. has grown up only in this apocalypse, and she's pretty... She's not a, like a scared little girl. Like, she will mess you up if you let it happen. And there's there's these this fungus that's similar to a fungus if you watch Planet Earth that takes over your brain and controls you. It's kind of like a different take on a zombie, but it just looks so incredible and so immersive, and it has all those little touches that Naughty Dog is known for, and I just cannot wait for May 7th. Yeah, May 7th, um, that's, that's kind of way. It's going to be a Tuesday. That's a long, long time. Yeah. And then another game that, ironically, I forgot about is called Remember Me. <laughs> it was announced a while ago, and it's kind of the memory remixing game. And you can, it's kind of like the Born Identity where you're the super agent and then they're after you because you do something wrong. But you get to go into memories and make people remember things different. So like one of the examples, they needed to kill this big time guy in some corporation. So they went into this memory of a girl and they went into a fight. They got into a fight and you kind of remix the memory to make it seem like that guy killed that girl. So he was so suicidal and so distraught that he ended up killing himself. But it actually didn't happen. So if that, that if that's any indication of what you're going to be getting into, it could be very very interesting. It's like being John Malkovich, but you're like messing people up big time. Yep. Yeah, it's pretty intense. Another guy who likes to mess people up is Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell, Sam Fisher. Sneaky sneaks, sneaky sneak. This is another <laughs> game that's kind of being revamped and rebranded in a sense. It's a different different voice, kind of a younger looking Sam Fisher. And they seem to be working on the one of their game mechanics of the last game, where you can kind of pause time and mark targets and then shoot them. But this is called Killing in Motion, where you mark the targets and then you are super cinematic and you run through the level and just do crazy kills. Are they still going to have sticky shockers? Because I think that was one of my favorite stun <laughs> weapons ever made. I'm sure they'll be bringing back all that lovely gear. Uh, they better. <laughs> <laughs> Another great game I'm looking forward to in the second quarter is Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare sequel to an incredible, incredible iOS game, computer game. Pretty much it's on every other system in the world. Well, it's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> but how about a game that you do care about that I know you're not going to say I don't care about? Beyond uh, Two Beyond Souls. Beyond Two Souls is going to be so kick-ass. Yeah, so I know we talked about it a little earlier, but it yeah, follows, we're a, done. A, a follows, no. a girl, <laughs> follows a girl named Jody Holmes from when she's 8 years old till she's 23 years old. And she is followed by this kind of spirit named Idan. And it kind of this whole game kind of deals with what happens after death and dealing with death. And it's act. Uh, Jody is actually played by Ellen Page, and she does all the motion capture, all the voice, and it just looks incredible. Made by Quantic Dream, the studio who made Heavy Rain, and you just know that you're in for an experience unlike anything you've had before. Yeah, well, there's no release date yet, so you know, just cool your jets, everybody. <laughs> yeah, but another few games coming out is Crisis Three, which. Obviously, the graphics are going to be out of control. Pikmin 3 for the Wii U, which is probably the only really big launch so far for the Wii U coming out, but uh-huh. should be fun. But then also... Should be. Yeah. <laughs> another wonderful game that I know everyone in the world is excited for is Grand Theft Auto V. Yeah, we're yeah. bouncing now. Second quarter. These are all games that we ran through the boosters. Guarantee it's in May. Guarantee it. May. Why is That's it? Why the prediction. Because they always either release games in May or October. Every time. Yeah, that's true. And then you're just, like, dead during this time up until May. And in the summer summer drought. Everyone knows the summer drought. 
Yeah, but if it's all about this game is all about heists. It's all about one of the most famous missions in Grand Theft Auto 4 where you robbed a bank, and that's kind of what the basis of this game is. And you take you take control of one of three characters, Michael, Trevor, or Franklin, but you can switch on the fly. So like if you're doing a heist, one person can have a sniper rifle and provide cover from the back, or you can switch to a guy in the helicopter who's the getaway guy, or you can switch to another guy who's crashing into a window and going in guns blazing. I think it's going to help a lot of people that love Grand Theft Auto but eventually get stuck on that one mission they can't get past and then put it down. Being able to switch and, and try a different tactic and uh, you know a different part of the mission I think is going to help you, a lot more people finish the game. Yeah, it's going to be a really great game. I'm pretty excited for this one. So um, hopefully it, we get a release date and I can save up some money and get it. Yeah, it just it looks it just looks absolutely incredible. I mean, if you've seen any screenshots or videos, like it's just, you know this game is going to be top notch. I'll tell you one that uh, took a little dump as far as my excitement level today was uh, one that's coming out called The Walking Dead: Survival Instinct. Yeah, this game looks a little rough. It's yeah. a shame because it's such a great idea. Saw a gameplay trailer where the zombies look like they have plastic hair. It looks terrible. We're when are they supposed to be coming out with it? Do they even have a date or what? No, it, it no date yet. I, my guess yeah. was that it was going to be sometime in February, you know, when the season comes back. But I hope not. <laughs> Hopefully, someone took a look at it and be like, "This is terrible. It, we need it, to it redo looks, it." It really looks bad. Yeah, but if you haven't really heard of this game, it follows Daryl and Merle from the TV show, and it's actually voiced and the people they reprise their roles. And it's kind of a first-person shooter in the Walking Dead universe, but it's not like a Left 4 Dead or Call of Duty type game. It's much slower paced, and they want you to fear three zombies. Like, they want you to be afraid. Like, they don't want you to just go guns guns blazing and mowing through legions and legions of zombies. So it's really a cool idea because you can take your time and distract them and do all these other slow motions that actually happen in the show. Like, you don't go in and kill millions of zombies. Well, they should already know about it because they've already listened to prior episodes, and they're all, like, learned up on all these games. That's true. And also, if you've listened to prior episodes, you know that we love Telltale's Walking Dead game, and that Season 2 will be coming out. We don't know really anything about it, but just know. It's probably going to be one of our Game of the Year choices for next year. And if you listened to last week's episode, you know that every time we say walking drink, you should be taking... Walking walking dead, you should be taking a drink. So you should be pretty tanked about now, Walking Dead. Bill already got started. So, uh, yeah. And then speaking of some games that are say that they're for current generation, but I think it's pretty safe to say they're next gen, are Watch Dogs and Star Wars 1313. I was wondering when we were going to hear about this game again, because I saw it, I don't know, how how many years ago. E3 last year. <laughs> okay. But I've been waiting for way it. Cause they got, 2012. I know. This is way back. See, my patience is very limited. Uh, but yeah, I want this game to come out. It looked really cool. Um, hopefully they, they get this Star Wars game right. Because sometimes Star Wars games are awful. Other times the Star Wars games can be can be pretty good. Uh, whatever happened to... Um, I don't talk about Star Wars a lot. Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars. But Battlefront. Come on. Yeah, that game... Battlefield 3 was in development, but then it just went to development hell and just was canceled. Yeah, Battlefront, right. But Star Wars 1313, they're not going with the lightsaber and the force powers. You're kind of a bounty hunter. And a lot of people think you're going to be like Boba Fett because 1313 was his code name. And this game just looks awesome. I mean, the graphics oh. are out of control. And it's just... Ugh. That's got to be next Like, year. you don't know too much about it, but it's just... It's it's crazy. But um, And then also Watch Dogs, which looks equally incredible. It's... 
I wasn't as impressed with that. Really? I, I think it looks cool. I just didn't think it was. Just bad. watch the trailer again. It looks awesome. <laughs> it's it's a game where you're you kind of, it's kind of takes the idea of like everything that we do in our world is run by technology. And what happens if someone gets control of that? So like one of the examples in this in the demo is he's walking outside and he has a target that he has to kill. So he goes out into the middle of the street and he hacks the traffic lights and he makes them all green so everyone comes through at the right time and then cars crash into the target. Killing innocent people? What a dick. Eh, you know what? Anything in the line of duty. <laughs> and also, I mean, it's just it's all about hacking and doing all these different choices of how to tackle the, each mission, and it looks, once again, incredible. If it's if it's like uh, Demolition Man, where you like Wesley Snipes running around, and then like Stallone's coming to get you, and you got Sandra Bullock in there, and you got the three seashells, and you don't know how to use them, it'll be a good game. And another game that's coming out for next gen that was originally announced for current gen is Dragon Age Three Inquisition. <laughs> this game was supposed to come out on the Xbox 360 and PS3, but they decided they're going to go full fr- full throttle with next gen, and it'll come out in 2014. <laughs> so it's probably going to come out in 2014, but it says maybe 2013. But this is another that franchise. That not 2013. Yeah, probably not. But it's something to mention that it kind of got pushed back. Yeah, just just a side note. We're just like into games that you have no idea when they're coming out. They've just been announced. Um, so just forget everything we're going to be telling you in the next ten minutes. The end. We're, no, we're we're done. No. <laughs> we're done. No, just kidding. And then just a, just a couple more to hit on. Um, a one game for the Vita that was kind of really touted by Media Molecule called Tearaway, which is their next game. Throwaway. Yeah. Well, I mean, it looks looks like it could be fun for some people, but it's it's no system seller, I don't think. Um, and then Killzone Mercenary for the Vita which hopefully is good. Hopefully it's going to be that, that first-person shooter that's going to be bringing the Vita from the grave. Did they send you a check? Do we t- yeah, do we have to take a shot every time we say Vita now? Oh, geez, we'd be trash. I love the Vita. You I guys are not. a bunch of haters. I do not it's love it. I want to. It's a good coaster. It plays Netflix. It plays Netflix. You can watch a movie on it and then throw it in the garbage. <laughs> I want to like my Vita. I want to. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping that Final Fantasy X comes out for the Vita. I know that probably won't make Bill all that happy, yeah. but I love that game, and it was announced like two years ago, and we still haven't heard anything. So hopefully that game, as well as Shenmue HD for Xbox and PS3, come out. Since you heard about I it two years games. ago and nothing's happened, I'm sure what it's right around the corner. What about Shenmue? <laughs> no SeaWorld, Jack. You get to eat sardines. I want to be in the splash zone. But yeah, so those are those are those are kind of a few games. Like there's a lot more that have been announced or might be coming. But obviously with the next gen coming, there are going to be a ton more that are going to be announced in the upcoming months, especially at E3. So I mean, you just gotta be prepared for just a barrage of game announcements and news. And so once once these consoles are announced, it's going to be absolutely a madhouse. Because last year at E3 it was a little slow because people were waiting because the next gen was coming, but it wasn't close enough, so they couldn't talk about it. So won't it be worse this be year? Out. No, they're going to talk about it. They're going to blow it all. We're going to get like a whole beret of games. They better blow it up at E3. I'll tell you what. Let's tell the people when to when to watch E3 when it's coming out so they can have their ears uh, open. June? Usually in June, sometime. June? Okay, then you forget about it for now and then just go on living your lives and then <laughs> then, then figure it out later. NFL playoffs this weekend. Enjoy. <laughs> go Browns. <laughs> oh wait. <laughs> yeah, they messed that up. Yeah. So those, like I said, those are a few games, and there's. Plenty more that are coming out and they're announced. And like I said, we will have a release list so you can kind of go through and get an idea of more of what's coming out and 
just look forward to another great year of games. So before we go, we just wanted to real quick mention an email that we got from Tink1066, who kind of weighed in on the Picard and Kirk battle from last week. Real quick, take it away, Jack. Yeah, she um, she weighed in on the uh, Picard versus Kirk debate and, and, and mentioned, you know, Kirk uh, would uh, sleep with the women. He was a ladies' man. And then, you know, Picard would yes, just talk was. down the enemy. He was a good good negotiator. But then she jumps into something totally unrelated and says that Cal- Captain Malcolm Reynolds was was the best because uh, he'd, he'd shoot first, ask questions later. Um, yeah, I get that, but, but we're talking about Star Trek here. From Firefly, by the way. Yeah, Firefly, if you don't know that. Um, Serenity, good movie, Firefly. A decent series. Real good show. Okay. They had one season. Real One real good season. Fox screwed them. Fox also canceled Family Guy. They did. All right. I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you that, but they still only had one season. So did The Tick. All right. But The eh, Tick was meh. Anyway. It uh, deserved a second season. We're even talking about space travel anymore. I mean, give me a break. Like, uh, Picard's still better? I don't... You know. <laughs> no, no, no. Captain Kirk... Had had much cooler hair. He was fatter. Cart oh. had none. Oh, and when he got older on okay. the show, he was pretty. Uh, Picard Picard pretty could can't tap dance and sing circles around Shatner. Oh, that's what I want in a captain of my shit. I yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I want a tap dancing. I want a ball headed tap dancing singing guy to talk down the enemy. He, no, he's a Renaissance man. Well, that was in the outtakes. I'm going that was with in the Malcolm, actress. That was in the actress. I'm going Malcolm Reynolds. Screw it. Oh, well. Who can who can go Borg then come back and then still like hear the whispers but still keep his sanity? Uh, that? Who can bone a green chick, beat up a lizard man, right. almost kill Spock, right. and then come back and own it? Who can actually act, not stutter, take long awkward pauses, and be a moron? Oh wait, that's Shatner. Yeah, okay, that's Shatter. <laughs> but who's who, who can sell Priceline better? Who can sell, Boom. <laughs> who can sell rental cars better? Who's on Family Guy? Uh, he's on American Dad. Oh yeah, American Dad. Damn it. Yeah, you know Family Guy once. Well, Shatner, Shatner was on Family Guy. Not really him. But right, really. Yeah, they couldn't get him or something like that. Right. He's on Futurama. Actually, actually, Picard was, he was on an episode of. Yeah, uh, he was. They got him in there because there's a crossover. Cat. Yeah, right. And they were all beaming up. They had the, it was a birthday party episode. Yeah. You're a jerk. Whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, that's our, once again, that's our list. That's our 2013 preview. Hope we gave you a good idea of what's coming out in 2013 and what you can get excited for. Uh, before we go, we just want to mention that we are on iTunes. Search for The Gamer's Advocate or look on our website to find our podcast. Look on Facebook. For the Gamers Advocate and follow that blue shield. Yeah, not the red one. Not exactly. the red Gamers Advocate. That's not us. On Twitter, we are at Advocate Gamers. And if you want to follow me, Adam Bankhurst, that's at Adam Bankhurst. I am at Bill Roberts ish. I'm at Jack Whittington, but I don't know what kind of funny thing to tweet, so don't look a whole lot because I got to think of them and I have trouble thinking. He does. Yeah, and, once, and we want to mention that I know our schedule has been a little crazy the last few weeks because of the holidays, but next week we will be returning to our regular time on Monday. And we did not miss any episodes either. By exactly. The way. So I know it's been a little crazy, but we will be coming to you every Monday from here on out until something else <laughs> crazy happens. And also, always remember, if you want to be part of the show, email us at podcast at thegamersadvocate.com. That's podcast at thegamersadvocate.com. And we're going to end the show tonight with another one from my friends in X-Factor 1, Q and the Boys. This is also off their album Famous Last Words, and it's one of my favorites on there. This is called Over and Out.
So we hope you enjoyed our 2013 preview. We look forward to talking with you again next week. So for the Gamers Advocate, I'm Adam. I'm Bill. Card rules, I'm Jack. We hope you have a great night. See you later, ding-dongs. <laughs>